I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Ah, here we are again for the Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio podcast. Uh, I am Frank Skinner. I'm with Emily and Gareth. Yes. Hello. The yeah. show's already happened. I don't want to lie to you about it. We this. go to a different studio. And we do this intro. Yeah. yeah. And it's Gareth blue. just whispered to me, Frank, I need to go wee-wee. You need to go How to unprofessional the is that? So there's a sense of urgency in my voice. <laughs> okay. okay, well, we'll keep it brief. Don't worry about it. You could have gone before. <laughs> I'll go we'll during. Let we'll let it pass. No, don't well, let, no, it, don't pass. let it pass. That would be terrible. It's a very small studio. Um, well, now, we've started off infantile, you see. <laughs> I didn't want it. I wanted to start off vaguely reptilian. But... Uh, we won't now. So it was um, it was a, another funny show, I thought. It's hard to talk about it like Alice. I don't like to blow my own trumpet. Not with my back. Um, Ed Byrne was on. Ed Byrne, he was, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a race to get there. but um, He was God amazing. Person, he made it, yeah. Didn't, I didn't think he was quite himself. Really? No, I he thought was he was now. very realistic. No, I really wasn't. thought, that's Ed Byrne. Yeah, no, he was at, good. At his best... And uh, we discussed many things. Obviously. We had a discussion about evolution. We did. Now, there isn't enough of that, I think, on, on, on uh, maybe on Radio 4, but not on commercial radio. They just never seem to, to get round to On it. Chimp Radio, they discuss it. Yeah, I haven't heard Chimp Radio. <laughs> oh, it's my favourite. Yeah, I thought it, uh, it started well, but it didn't really evolve. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They had that big charity thing, didn't they? Uh, Red Arse Day. <laughs> uh, which I think raised quite a lot of money, and, and that was a good thing. But uh, apart from that, I think they've, they've been a bit of a damp squib. Apparently, all, we all evolved from a damp squib. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily, with Gareth, and. Saturday morning! Good morning to you both. Hi, Frank. Hello. Good morning. See, we've done that thing they do on the cricket, like we pretend we haven't met. <laughs> <laughs> like we've just met here. We should do that. Maybe we should try one Saturday morning not speaking at all until that moment. That'd be great. Mm. Unless one of you has got a terrible throat infection. Because if I said good morning to you and you went... <laughs> I'd be... That would shake me early on on the show. You mean if one of us had become a duck? Yeah, well, that could happen. <laughs> if it does happen, don't give me the bill. <laughs> Oh. We've, started off, we've started off with a Ladies terrible... Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Skinner. Oh, yeah, listen to that. <laughs> it went really, really well. Oh, that really so well. scares me. You're going to have to stop playing that. You're scared. We were talking earlier. Yes, we were talking earlier. A what of it? We were talking earlier about things we were scared of as children. And Emily had a fairly unique spectre in your life. Well, I'm sure there are other children scared of this person. I think that's unlikely. OK, I was scared of Lou Reed <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> He's quite weird-looking, and I just I think I saw a picture of him once, and he looked... He was, it was all quite satanic, and he, just, he was like my bogeyman, basically. Yes, mm. it's, it, I don't know how many children are actually aware of Lou Reed <laughs> is, is, is one of the problems with this. I think the sort of people... There'll be people up there saying, oh, when I was a kid, it was more Tom Petty. <laughs> Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Just unlikely people to even be aware of as a he child. He was the threat that hung over me permanently. If you don't do that, Lou Reed's going to come and get you. Yeah. Nowadays... No, I can't it, believe that was used as a... <laughs> Nowadays, it's probably N-dubs. 
Yeah, I should think yeah. so. Yeah. You end up just under just the give bed. me a minute while, while I Google that. <laughs> <laughs> what were you frightened of as a, as a child? I, the list of things I was frightened of as a kid is quite. I was scared of my auntie because I was scared she might turn into a wolf. Why? I, I, she looked a bit wolfy. <laughs> um, I was scared of lepers. A bit lupine, was she? Yeah. <laughs> you were scared of lepers? Lepers. I really. Ben Hur scared me of lepers, and I was scared there was going to be lepers under was the bed. Was Ben Hur a kid at your school that went around? <laughs> with sort of spreading rumours about leprosy. <laughs> no, the film, Ben. What, that it was contagious and all that? <laughs> Actually, Ben was right. If you're listening, Ben, no disrespect. He's, he's not listening. No, he won't be listening, um, Ben. What were you scared of, Frank Skinner? Ben, you know? ben uh, <laughs> um, I, uh... Or was he caught... I reckon that he probably um, soiled his nappy at the, uh, at the, at the christening. And the Why? priest said, I name you Ben. Ugh. <laughs> um... What was I scared of? I was scared of the wardrobe in my mum and dad's bedroom. I'm sorry, and you think Lou Reed is weird? No, but let me explain. It's, okay. it's that, that kind of wood grain in it that looked a bit like two monstrous faces, one on each door. Do you know the kind of thing I mean? It was a wooden wardrobe. Oh, OK. And it had, in the grain of the wood, when, when mm. the lights were off, because if I got frightened, I would go into my mum and dad's bedroom and... Mm. Um, they were really pleased about that always, you know, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but the, the way that the moonlight went into their room, there was these horrible faces. Um, to be honest, I think it was some sort of promotional wardrobe that Lou Reed had put out <laughs> when Transformer was released. So. Well, I think that says a lot about you psychologically. You don't have to read in too far that you were scared of the, wa- you were scared of the wardrobe that was in your mum and dad's bedroom, mm. the secret place that... Op- that you were scared. <laughs> I don't want yeah. to get too. Yeah, you see what I'm saying, though. Well, I'm, Freudian. I'm, I'm going. You're, you're partly worried about... down the path, but not completely. <laughs> no. Where does this leave Ben Hur? <laughs> In the wardrobe. Oh, okay. What on some does, sort of does... small petite <laughs> chariot, wardrobe-sized chariot that also holds shoes on the back and that doesn't make any sense. Things. They've got make any sense. Ben Hur at the O2 Centre now, though. That's bigger we, than. We're not wardrobe. here to plug Ben Hur. <laughs> no, but can we go <laughs> and see that? Well, we can't go. Gareth will be absolutely <laughs> petrified. <laughs> what? What should we go and see next? A Velvet Underground reunion, and I'm going to watch a stage version of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Let's just terrify ourselves, shall we? Absolute Radio. We've had uh, a text in on the subject of things that scared us when we were children, and this is from Adam in Leeds. He says, "I was scared of the Roland Rat version of the Three Little Pigs." <laughs> As read by <laughs> Roland on cassette. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 he was a bit terrifying, wasn't he? He Roland was Rat? slightly terrifying, but he did save. What did he save? TVAM. They always used to say. Oh about yeah. It. He saved TVAM. Where is it then? If he saved <laughs> it. Yes. Uh, so, um, well, I never heard that, but um, I'd like to hear it now. Perhaps we'll play the whole thing next week. Mm. We might have to play it this week because Ed Byrne is our guest today. I say is. But we just had a message to say that his cars broke down and the RAC are on their way, so oh. anything could happen. I like that. It's quite a 70s excuse, not one you hear often these days. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read um, Giles Brandreth in the Daily Mail this morning? <laughs> Of course I did. <laughs> Never missed it. Is this the Sarah Kennedy show? Of course I didn't. <laughs> I know you did because you read it out to me laughing, which is why I brought it up. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely deconstruct the whole plan. OK, so what did he say? He said he was talking about meeting the Queen. Yeah, I And he was talking he was. about an encounter with the Queen. During which you don't mean 
No, I don't mean. <laughs> he said, uh, "Have you ever been to the theatre in Wimbledon?" And the Queen replied. I imagine so. <laughs> she drinks a lot, the Queen, though, to be fair to her. There's no way she'd remember. But probably. Yeah. I probably have. Yeah. What of it? Give us a clue. What colours the, uh, what colours the Royal Box interior? <laughs> Bit of a personal question. Anyway. I don't know. She's asking that. Yeah. Okay, I went on. to the... I haven't met the Queen, but I did go to... You haven't met the Queen? No, but I've been to her crib. I went to Buckingham <laughs> Palace. Okay. And I saw her, and I was standing there thinking, oh, I won't see her in the garden, as you do, Gareth. Oh, was it a garden mm. party? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, I saw this figure. She looked a bit like Mrs. Tiggywinkle in Lemon Yellow. And there were all these big men around her. And I went, oh, it's the Queen! And she saw me saying that. I was a bit embarrassed. Yeah, she must hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. I would have thought. It's when she hears, who's that? She gets really upset. <laughs> Who is Mrs. Tiggywinkle? Should I know that? She's person? a Beatrix Potter character. And what is she? She's a hedgehog. Okay. In a dress. Okay. Yeah. Did she have some? Did she ever air spiked that day? <laughs> yeah. I've met the Queen. I met her at the uh, the fiftieth anniversary of ITV. Oh, did you? And uh, she shook my hand. In fact, she had gloves on. Very, very. I think that's no accident they wear because they shake a lot of hands, and they must get out. Does she change the gloves every time she sh- shakes someone's hand? <laughs> yeah. And then there's a rubber glove she put on. <laughs> No, but I imagine she gets in and say all these gloves, smell of working glass, people, <laughs> and then put them on a fire, I imagine. Um, but anyway, she was, I, I was with David Baddiel at the time, and obviously she didn't know who we were, but I said, oh, we, you know, we work together, we work separately, and I did a real robbish joke. I said something like, you know, and I like, I like it when, when we work separately because it means I can criticise his work. And she went, ha, <laughs> I got a picture of her really throwing her head back, laughing. It was... Oh, oh. that's good you got a picture of her laughing. Yeah, because I could make up, I, I could write any fabulous yeah. gag. Right. People will be fooled. Yeah, well, I could. I could do, I could do what Giles Brand does. I could be in the paper and say, yeah, I actually told a, a terrible, terrible joke about um, sex um, between uh, an animal and a human being, and she laughed like there's no tomorrow. And <laughs> thus, that would drag her down somewhat, her reputation. I might do that. I sort of feel I've slightly given the game away now. Have you met the Queen? Uh, yeah, yeah, I have. Um, We've all met the Queen. Yeah. Well, you haven't met her. Uh, you saw her at a garden yeah, party. Yeah, but I went to her house, and you haven't. Yeah, well, anybody can go to her house, then buy a ticket. Where did you <laughs> meet her, Gareth? She came to open a new building in a school that I used to go to. And she came and looked around my class and looked at my work. Oh, yeah? And what did she say? She didn't say anything. She didn't look impressed. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She didn't say anything. She was quite small. She's smaller than you imagine she'd be. Yeah, th- I think you'll find that uh, she uses a stunt double. All right. There's a sort of travel, Her Majesty the Queen, is much smaller than her. <laughs> they can just throw it into a hold all and get off to the next venue. A lot right. of the... Uh, there's, a, there's a sort of look-alikey person, not her at all. Can I just say, Adam from Leeds has just texted in again to say, to clarify, I loved Roland and I loved the three little pigs as separate entities. It was just the combination of the two. <laughs> well, he's right to <laughs> clarify that, because I was thinking, what kind of a freak is he? That he doesn't like, he likes neither Roland nor the three little pigs. Turn out he does. It's just, you know, it's like I like milk and I like um, Vimto. But I wouldn't want him in the same glass. Absolute radio. Turns out Ed Burns in a ditch. <laughs> Can you believe that? I didn't even know they still had. See, he doesn't live in, if you live in London, there are no ditches, basically. 
At um, first it was a 70s excuse, now it's gone 16th century. I know, yeah. <laughs> What's going What's on? What's going to be next? It's been held up by the roundheads. The he- terrible problems with the hay, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> so we're worried about... Um, but apparently the RAC are on their way. If, if the RAC are listening to this, mm. come yeah, on. They'll be going by stagecoach. It's going to take them a R- while. Even the RAC is a bit... That's a bit 60s to me, the <laughs> RAC. I imagine they'll be wearing le- leather driving gloves, the RAC. <laughs> It's, uh, surely, I didn't even know they still existed. Yeah. Anyway, I tell you what's been brilliant. We often sit around thinking, you know, what we, what can we have to get people to phone in, to text in about? But it's one has sort of organically developed this morning, a yeah. phoning thing, because we were talking about what we, were, what we were scared of as children, and now people are just, we didn't even ask. People have texted in things they were scared of as children, that, and that's brilliant. I love that kind of spontaneity early in the morning. We've got a great one from Al from Bromley, which I really relate to. Um, things that scared me when little. The what, theme... Bromley? Something you really relate <laughs> to. Okay. <laughs> the theme tune from Perry Mason. Oh my god, I so relate to that. That was terrifying. What? I don't remember what that was. Oh, hold on a minute. It's Perry yeah. Mason, the bloke. I don't know, I'm thinking of Ironsides, because it was the same bloke, Raymond Burr. Yeah. Who I think was mentioned also christened the same day as Ben Hur, but it was very, very cold by the time <laughs> he was christened. Uh, Raymond because <laughs> <laughs> Ironside used to, get, used to be an <laughs> used to start uh, used to go dun, 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 dun. but I don't remember um, Perry Mason I do but I'm not singing it you're not singing it no mm, touchy um, <laughs> Alpha Murray says plus I thought a who Alpha Murray <laughs> <laughs> this is some policeman who's phoning him from his car <laughs> Alpha Murray <laughs> Still, I suppose it's better than no Murray at all. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did Al say? Talk. No, Al from Bromley, the same Al. Oh, he also I said, no, I now one. see... Um, plus, he thought a little lady lived down the bath plug hole. He was scared there was a lady down the bath plug hole. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I was very scared of the power sockets in my bedroom. <laughs> what did you think? You know how you there? weren't supposed to put your fingers in the power sockets? Yeah, I remember So that. I was, I, I used to be really scared and say to my mum, I think I'm going to put my fingers in there. <laughs> yeah. And be really scared I was going to do it. My girlfriend's sister, if we're, if we're anywhere high, suddenly it occurs to her to jump off. Yeah. That's quite yeah. common though, isn't it? Is that quite common? Yeah, I get that all the time. Really? Yeah. Like a, by a tube or something. That's because I've been forced to take public transport normally. <laughs> I can't no, picture you on public transport. Yeah, no wonder you're <laughs> contemplating. has to be forced. There has to be armed men <laughs> escorting her onto the public transport. Yeah, exactly. Hey, this is a good but weird one. Wayne says, I was scared stiff of a picture of a lady called Sarah Moon in my mum's living room. Her eyes used to follow me, and every time I looked away from her, then looked back, I could swear her facial expressions had changed. Wow. Well, who yeah. is Sarah Moon? I don't was know. She, was she a character from EastEnders? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll do some research. Oh, we should research Sarah Moon. I want to find out who that is. Because who knows, it could be one and the same woman who lived down the plug hole. Could be. We'll give it a whirl. That wasn't a plug Colin hole, in Hampshire. Oh, God, sorry. Was scared of the theme tune <laughs> to one the One of the things I'm frightened of is people suddenly shouting, Colin in Hampshire, when I'm, <laughs> when I'm looking what happens next. I've said to people before, okay, show oi, show oi, rubbish, show anything. Never shout Colin in Hampshire. It's just one of those things. It makes me, oh. Anyway, what does um, this person have to say? He was scared of the theme tune to the Equalizer. Theme tunes seem to be yeah. terrorising our child population. The Bergerac theme tune used to really get me down. 
<laughs> when I used to hear that, it used to really make me feel really It was quite bleak. depressing, wasn't yeah. it? Or oh, not as bad as Birds of a Feather. Oh, oh that's yeah. so depressing. <laughs> oh, that was, isn't that uh, what I do, do when you so, And then it was a comedy. Well, it did get you in the right frame of mind for the show when it came on. <laughs> Well, look, this is, it's a bit late in the day to do a, a <laughs> scathing critique of Birds of a Feather, really? isn't it? That's I feel the horse has bolted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's look, a kind way to talk about Pauline Quirk. Oh. oh. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Apparently, um, Ed Burns has been attacked by a pterodactyl. <laughs> is that the latest? As he makes his way back <laughs> through the ages of math. <laughs> <laughs> Get off me! Actually, they don't sound like that. To, I say I don't. I mean, no one knows what they sound like. I was thinking more. Yeah, they, I think they sound like that in films. But who could possibly know what a pterodactyl sounds like? Well, they do. They That's think. not this week's phoning, by the right. way. People claiming to know that. We've had a few more texts. Alex in Islington says he was scared of the theme tune. More theme tune. Um, more theme tunes to tales of the unexpected. What are you scared of? Was naked women? Which the dancing the, yeah, lady. Yeah, that's what he was. Yeah, I can't understand that. We all are. I still am. Trevin Essex. As a child, I was scared of Parsley the Lion from the Herbs. Um, my mum used to find me climbing the walls in the middle of the night trying to get away from him. Really? Yeah. He was uh, friendly as well. Yeah. Because his song was, I'm a friendly little lion called Parsley. <laughs> yeah. But those programmes used to have kind of like an atmosphere. They did. You're right. Knocking the Nog was yeah. absolutely terrifying. Creepy. Do you remember Knocking the Nog? Is that before mm. your time? No, I remember. Oh, God, yes. That was obviously before my time. I'll tell you what I'm a bit frightened of, and that's uh, horses I've worked out. Well, you don't like them. Well, I did. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but there was. I did a children in need program that went out this week, and uh, I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a cowboy, which I thought would be brilliant. And it's great until you actually try getting on a horse, and you realise that horses are vile, vile creatures, <laughs> right? <laughs> what they respond to? They don't respond to a kind word and a stroke and a blow down the nostril. You think they they respond to being like bullied and shoved around. That's it. And if you don't do that, they immediately take advantage. I've been out with women like this. There are women. I'm telling you now. They like you know. They don't want people like me who's sensitive and caring. They <laughs> want a cage fighter, right? I have no time for those women. I say just walk away. And I'm saying, do you that, go out with Jordan? No, I don't go out All with right. Jordan. No, not at the minute. <laughs> So um, what you're saying is it's essentially a dysfunctional relationship. Yeah, horse they, and they rider. need they need to be dominated and bullied and shoved around horses, and I, I, it's not not in me. So in the end, they dominate and bully me. Anyway, I was on this horse in Hungary, and uh, it was just a horrible creature. <laughs> yeah, I don't like horses. I went. I had similar fantasies, not about being a cowboy, but about being like something that Bryce had revisited, like yes. really, like looking amazing. And I hated it. I did it quite recently. I went on a horse. And I, I honestly said, when I got on the horse, they all started laughing at the stables because I went, oh, my God, it's moving. Because <laughs> yeah. it does, they do move. Yeah. They do well, you, move. I forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. And it took me off through some bracken. I didn't like it at they all. They do that. They yeah. do that. I, I went on, a, on a, a Wild West holiday in Montana. And I, I drove this... I drove? I rode this big <laughs> horse called... Uh, no, they'd grafted a steering wheel into its spinal cord. <laughs> Much easier. Um, 
called it was called Ike, this enormous horse. And it started scratching its behind on this tree. And in order to do that, I had to go into a lot of very sharp branches. So I was being kind oh. of serrated by these <laughs> branches as this horrible horse robbed its fat, flea-bitten <laughs> behind against this filthy tree bark. Yes. That was the music we needed at the end of that, but I don't don't have it at my fingertips. Or do you you think I am? Alan Fluff Freeman. Absolute radio. So, um, yeah, what else? Well, do you remember we were talking about encounters with the Queen earlier? Oh, yeah. I Um, remember that. That's only about 20 minutes ago. What do you think I am? (laughs) Um, Hannah and Bracknell has sent through a little story which I quite like. Okay. She says, Morning, you lot. Talking about the Queen reminds me of the time when I served her dinner. I was offering peas, and she said, I didn't realise there'd be this much. I also... Oh, she counted them. <laughs> <laughs> is she like Rain Man? Who could go, oh, 351 peas. <laughs> Quite a lot, isn't it? She said, I also spied her little gold hook that she hangs on the table to hang her handbag on. I love oh. one myself. I love that detail. Um, I, um... What does, oh, yeah, I met um, the Duke of Edinburgh, right? Oh, at, yeah. Uh, I, I, went, I presented a Duke of Edinburgh award. And um, at the at the palace, and uh, he was there was loads of kids there. We had quite a nice time. They were all school kids. And as he was leaving, he turned around. And he went, "Oh, by the way, Merry Christmas, everyone!" <laughs> it was like mid October. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, even the kids. Well, we, well, in truth, we all went Merry Christmas because obviously yeah. it's the Duke of Edinburgh. But then we all just looked at each other. All the kids started going, "You know, how kids do that thing." There's a sound that you only ever do when you're a child. When you go. <laughs> That sound yeah. of uh, when a laugh comes out your nose—a nose laugh, I'm calling it. Um, yeah, it was such a such a weird. And that must be his thing that he does to get himself out of a scrape. <laughs> just whenever what? he's not got something to say, he just says "Merry Christmas, everybody." <laughs> and everyone goes, "Well, like yeah. I say, it was October. I mean, it was you know, it was in the ballpark, but it was very, very roughly in the ballpark, to say the least." So you've been having a crazy bachelor week, haven't you? Uh, yeah, Laura and um, Ethan are both in. My wife and baby are in Spain. They went to Spain for the week, so I was all by myself. And most of the week I spent in London, but then on Thursday I was at home, all by myself. And did um, you apply at any point, Eric Carmen's all by myself? <laughs> I played nothing else. I once went up to a man playing the didgeridoo in Edinburgh <laughs> and said, "Do you do? Could you play Eric Carmen's All by Myself?" And he looked at me in horror because I don't think they had the tunes, as it turns out, on the didgeridoo. I thought he might be going. <laughs> Did he refuse? Because I think, yeah, they, they you think they could do that, but no. But from experience, um, you know the thing when the. Um, cats away the mice will play in my experience when the cats away the mice get very depressed <laughs> oh. Oh, and, um, and forget to eat I forgot to eat completely until very late in the day you forgot to well, eat why did you forget to eat well I thought because there was no one around uh, earlier in the day I thought oh I haven't been for a run for eight like for probably years since I've been for a run so yeah. I went you're quite for, codependent <laughs> yeah okay. basically I went for a run and then stopped at the um, news were you formally shop. conjoined <laughs> <laughs> yeah her going to Spain was a bit of a stretch yeah <laughs> did she take the uh Take the, she's up the baby though. Yeah, she's up the I'm baby. I'm glad just as well, oh, yeah. really. No, yeah, she's up oh, the baby. Oh, you forgot the baby. You haven't fed it for two days. <laughs> so you forgot. I've never heard of anybody forgetting to eat. 
Well, we didn't have anything in the house, and then so I went for a run and went to the co-op, and um, and I just couldn't decide what because Laura helps me decide things. <laughs> it's oh, and because I was a bit low energy because I hadn't eaten. I just didn't have the decision-making energy. Well, you're and lucky you I got just, to the co-op. Could have yeah. been Halfords. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's completely open. It's up for grabs. <laughs> just gnawing on a bike helmet for hours. If I went to Halfords. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. If only Ed Byrne was it. Ed Byrne, <gasps> those What's of you who have tuned in to hear Ed Byrne this morning, um, well, he's still in a ditch. He's in the swamp, is where he is. Yeah. Stood us up. There's a ditch outside of his house. Right. That's what they said, wasn't it? And basically, he's in his driveway. Has he driven to his, into his own That's moat? Where he is. Oh, no. Well, I hope they're obviously up by he can get hurt. Let's hope they're not hurt. Has least. he got a moat? Mm. Is he like Henry VIII or something? <laughs> oh, I it's like him like, now. He's a bit like Henry VIII, yeah. yeah. And yes, so... Um, Stood up by Ed Byrne. Does that make us Burns victims? Right. That's absolutely excellent. Well, if he does turn up, we can give him the third degree. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I, I'm starting to think. I'm going to ask Emma, our producer... Yeah. Who's also the producer, actually, of the Dave Gorman show on <laughs> Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock. Oh, have you heard it? It's radio. really good. I haven't heard it, no. <laughs> so, um, Emma, any news on um, on Ed Byrne? He's, he's still in a ditch. He's still, in a he's ditch? He's still in a ditch. Well, he spent the whole Saturday morning <laughs> in a ditch. This is a man who's thought, which would I rather do? Do the Frank Skinner show on Absolute Radio or just be in a ditch? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ditch. Well, if the ditch is very close to your house, it's just so much more convenient. Well, you're obsessed with it being close. <laughs> yeah. Do you, close you, do you smell a rat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you once. Do you, do, you, do you smell a rat? Oh, no, I'm not having it. He'll be, he'd be here if he could. He's in a ditch, Do you think there's some sake. skullduggery? Do you think him and his wife are just sitting up in bed, having a cigarette, going, oh, thank God we're not doing that Frank Skinner well, show. Well, hold on a minute. Go to the Frank Skinner show. I'll just put the car in the ditch. Hold on, I'm just hacking into the RAC. <laughs> emergency calls thing. Oh, no, it does say Irishman in ditch. <laughs> you know, on a Saturday morning, that could be any number of incidents. So, um, yeah, what? what, what oh, yeah, you were, you were home alone. You were, this yeah. last, last week. Yeah, it's it's. I tell you what, I like. I like the fact that you're not one of these men who says the wife was away, so I got a pole dancer in or something like that. You actually just sat staring at the wall, crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my day. Mm. It was like that, and I haven't got any friends either, so that helped. Well, you have got friends. You've I got have, me and they, Emily. Yeah, they don't live in Bournemouth, though. That's the thing. I live in Bournemouth, and when you're, a, you know, you, I spend all my time somewhere else. I don't spend much time in Bournemouth. Otherwise, I'd have lots of friends there. Oh, of course, yeah. But there'd be things like the Donkey Man. <laughs> the that's, Donkey that's Man. Somewhere. There's a Donkey Man surely at Bournemouth. It leads donkeys across the. <laughs> oh, you mean yeah? No, I, I was don't mean, I didn't mean he was some <laughs> terrible freak show character who sort of. You all right, Jeff? <laughs> I'm fine, thanks. Oh, what that cross on your back's getting worse. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> um, Why do they call you the Donkey Man? Oh, he he always calls me that. I can't believe you've done oh, that, Jeff. Yeah. Truly, is a walk down memory lane. Absolute radio. I was walking along the uh, the River Thames the other day, and uh, I was uh, uh, two people started running after me. And uh, this happens a lot, obviously. It's, it's like Beatlemania. <laughs> and uh, 
No, it was they was they said, "Oh, we're, we're from the uh, Old Vic Theatre, and we're there's a uh, there's a play on at the moment with Kevin Spacey about Charles Darwin, and we're doing a whole thing about evil. We're doing a sort of presentation. Could you just um, for a minute just talk, tell us about your views on evolution, and then they just put a camera on. So I didn't really have any views on evolution. It's quite a good exercise. Just pick a subject because you can put them in a hat, maybe, and just talk. So I, I started talking about evolution. What did you say? Well, I said, well, I think it's probably true. But what worries me about evolution is that if we evolved from the chimpanzees, mm. why are there still chimpanzees? How come they oh, didn't evolve into human beings? And is it like, you know when you have popcorn and you get at the bottom those quite hard brown popcorns that haven't popped? Is that what chimpanzees are like? Are they human beings that haven't popped? Yeah, you're right, because something like Neanderthal Man, who was my favourite, by the way. <laughs> Your favourite what? My favourite... Creature from the past. My favourite species. I think you'd probably find he's just turned up in an RAC uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Thread. <laughs> Neanderthal Man, yeah. Yeah. So he, he was phased out, wasn't he, to make way for us. So I see what you're saying. Mm. Yeah. But maybe it's just like you still have people who collect vinyl as opposed to changing to CD. So, you know, chimps were like, no, we like it. You know, it's deliberate, a deliberate <laughs> yeah. decision not to evolve yeah. in a sort of retro <laughs> chip. Yeah. And they said, no, no, we're sticking with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't know if that's... Maybe that's possible. Anyway, that was They can my... still have tea parties. <laughs> you know, you can do anything a human can do. More well, they, or less. They, they dress up and stuff. Yeah. No, they're not allowed to do well, that anymore. It's not, not allowed. It's cruel. They're not allowed to dress up? No, it's cruel. They don't like Even it. if it's of their own volition. Well, they didn't do it of their own volition. I think it's cruel to install a trunk. <laughs> it's cruel saying they can't dress up, saying chimps can't have tea parties. I think that's cruel. I think that's a breach of their human rights, although well, they're not my, humans, are they? My granddad always <laughs> used to say, that's it. You see, that was their mistake. If they, if they let things happen naturally, they'd have had human rights to be breached. But chimpanzee rights, how often are they quoted on television? Is there a European commission of chimpanzee rights if there is i've never heard of it anyway my granddad used to go through this field on the way home and uh, um, maybe, shall i tell you this after so i'm gonna save this story yeah, go on. absolute radio great news ed burn has turned up Woo! hello good morning ed. Hello how, there. how are you i'm very well must have been terrible in the in the ditch. Was it was it? terrible in the ditch. My whole life flashed before my eyes. <laughs> Did it? And well, that um, probably made good research for this interview. It was. It was helpful. Now okay. I remember everything that happened. Ed, have you met Gareth? How, hello, Gareth. I'm a fan of your work. Oh, hi, Ed. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah, I I I know all about you. Do you know about <laughs> me? Yeah, I like that Alanis Morissette material you used to do. Oh yes, that's very old. Yeah, um, they're getting on like a house on yeah, fire. Yeah, we'll leave them to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you're on tour at the moment, Ed. I am. It's This tour's called Different Class, and it's, um, in, in the poster, it's like that um, pulp album. You right. know the pulp album, Different Class? Um, I don't know that, no, no Ed. Well, do, you, do you know it, Gareth? Yeah, yeah, I know quite a lot about that. <laughs> OK, good. Uh, that album. Have you two met before, by the way? <laughs> yeah, we, we've spent some time... Yes, I know Gareth from <laughs> Scouts. Oh, you were in Scouts? We were in the well, Scouts together. Yeah. Well, I Can I just say, that. I think it's very respectful the way you never talk over each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the only person Gareth doesn't talk over, you'll notice. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, we're, yeah, Gareth's getting better all the time at that, I think. He hasn't, yeah, that's... Um, 
Okay, so you've also got a DVD coming out. Ed. DVD album's called Different Class, based on the pop album. Oh, your accent's well, the, changing a bit the, there, Ed. It's <laughs> developed my accent's, accent's very got a bit fluid. My accent's very fluid. It changes over interviews. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, it does. So, what's your view on uh, evolution? I think Jesus made dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. I think that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ed, it's, thanks for coming in. It was a long way to come, I know. And, and, and I thanks think respect, so much, respect to the RAC for, for managing to turn Thanks that. for having me. I'm sorry about the whole ditch thing. Oh, I no. didn't see the ditch there and it just happened. No, I think sometimes they just loom out of the mist, don't they? But anyway, it's, it was worth the trip. So, thanks, Ed yeah. Byrne, uh, go and see Ed Byrne uh, live and go and buy his DVD. Thanks again, Ed. It's a pleasure. Bye, Ed. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Ed Byrne was going to be our guest today, but unfortunately he's in a ditch. He's stuck in a ditch. His car went into a ditch. Right, that's what happened. And uh, they're waiting for the RAC. Have they turned up yet, Emma? No. Still haven't turned up, the RAC. Anyway, Ed... We haven't got this wrong. He hasn't just been ditched. Is that what no, you no, said? no, he's in a ditch. No, he's in a ditch. We okay. just want him to come. Um, right. Yes, I'll tell you something, though, about Ed. He's a very funny comic, and his DVD comes out on November the 23rd, right? And he's on tour at the moment. Because just because he's in a ditch, I don't see why his plug shouldn't occur. No, definitely. I mean, we shouldn't let fate completely dictate to us like that. Yeah, but hang on. He's just stayed in bed all morning, possibly having a, pa- a blueberry pancake or something. And now he's had his plug as well. I'm accepting that he's in a ditch. I oh, mean, okay. some people are more cynical. Maybe he slept <laughs> in a ditch all night. <laughs> We've all done it, let's face it. Anyway, have I had a critique? Have I had a, a well, text critique on, on 8, 12, 15, which is our text number, <laughs> well, in case you wonder why I just mentioned it? We were talking about evolution earlier, as you do on the radio. Yeah, exactly. And uh, someone who's texted in, hasn't left their name, says, basic misunderstanding of evolution, Frank. Humans they evolved into someone else during the course of the text. <laughs> Very possibly. Um, he or she, <coughs> or it, yeah. has said, humans didn't evolve from chimps, mm. humans and chimps evolved from a common ancestor. Right. Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> 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 so... So, all right, so there's this creature, let's call him Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> and then he, he kind of branched off. He went, it, there, was, there was a fork in the road, and one way the chimpanzees went and the human beings went the other way. Is that basically what we're saying? I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah. God, just, you know, just for the sake of uh, that moment, I could have gone, I could have been a chimpanzee now. Mm. Life would have been different, wouldn't it? Well, I've been tapping away as I do, and I've come across a, someone called Ardy the oldest member of the human family tree, who mi- it might be the common ancestor. Not Oliver, Ardy. <laughs> <laughs> no, OK. Yeah, that's right. She was in... She, she was recently, because it was a woman. Yeah. And she's four and a half... Is it million four, years yeah. old. Short, hairy, with long arms, is how she's described. Do you know, I think I had a one-night stand with her in Nottingham <laughs> in 1997. You and Ardy? Yeah. 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 I saw that in the paper and I didn't think it's yeah, not polite it, to talk it was about. in the paper. I mean I ate it when they did that. <laughs> Ardy, big mouth Ardy, that's what I call it. She that. was able to walk on two legs while still living partly in the trees. Well, just about. <laughs> yes, you're right. It was um it was a great night in many ways. If you're listening, Ardy, no I don't mean any harm by it. You know that, do you? Now my granddad, I was telling this story before, he used to go home through a field at night. Uh, after he'd been to the pub, so there might be drink involved in this story. But one night he went back to the field. This was in the northeast of England. My my granddad's from um, from Newcastle, 
and um, there was a, a, a fair in the uh, a circus rather in in the field that night, which he, he, he didn't know about. And he walked past the um, caravan where the chimpanzees were kept. This was in the days so there were lots of animals in circuses, and he said he heard them talking, just casually sitting around chatting, right. And he always maintained after that the chimpanzees could talk, but they they kept it to themselves. <laughs> they didn't want human. And he, I don't mean as a joke. He honestly believed it. I mean, it might be that that thing, you know, that it wasn't real. Ch- it was people inside there. I think it was people from a fancy dress party that were drunk or something or, and hadn't taken the costume off. It, well, that, or it could have just been like chimpanzees chattering. He was a bit drunk, you know, chattering. Mm. Like, <laughs> and he thought that was talking. But um, he always maintained. And if ever, he said, well, if, why haven't we found that before? He said, well, they don't want people to find it. He said, if we knew, he said, as soon as there was a war, they'd be straight into the front line, <laughs> wouldn't they? He said, and they'd be working down the pit and all that. They'd have all the horrible jobs. All and it's, sense. you know, it's, it's not a bad point, is he? Maybe they just talk in a strong Newcastle accent. And that's why no one else can understand. <laughs> except, <laughs> except my granddad one day just picked up a why I pass a sad banana, man. And thought, oh, hold on a minute, I think I know that. Absolute radio. I did, um, I did the Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Oh, uh, yeah. This week. I like the Nevermind the Buzzcocks. No, well, I actually said no, Nevermind the Buzzcocks. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a no, 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 no at the beginning. Uh, I did Nevermind the Buzzcocks, and uh, I, I spoke to the producer on the phone. I mean, it's recorded like two weeks in advance, so. You haven't missed it, uh, if you're that bothered. And uh, I said, who else is on? And he said, oh, Calvin Harris is on. I said, oh, God, great, great. I had no idea who that was. And I just felt pathetic after a bloke trying to pretend that he knows all the hot music. Obviously, I Googled him. But I felt bad about it. I don't like lying in any area no. of life. But why do we do it? I lie. I lie. I lie about. Oh, having... I know you lie. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Um, films I lie about. You know when you say you've seen a film. Why do you do it? It's really. Oh yeah, when someone says, "Have you seen um, Taxi yeah. Driver?" And, and you I go, say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I love it." Yeah. And they say, "What about that bit?" And you say, oh, "I haven't seen it for ages." <laughs> and it's just, yeah. It's like, I tell you what, I lie a lot. If people, I, I have no sense of direction. What? Yeah. I mean, whatsoever. But people stop me, you know, in London and say, uh, do you know where um, the Dominion Theatre is? And I'll say, yeah, go straight here. And then you just bear, <laughs> bear right and you'll be able to see. And I have no, I could be sending them in the opposite direction. Cause that, I have no idea. That is a dreadful thing to lie about. But I just can't say no. <laughs> I simply can't say, I'm just a gal who can say no. I once lied about having seen a film. I once met Ron Howard, you know, the director. Oh, yeah, Ron And Howard. I was so... Richie Cunningham. yeah. And he said, mentioned Apollo 13, and I just really wanted him to like me, and I went, oh, yeah, I love that film, because he directed it, and I hadn't seen Thank it. Thank God it was a film. What if it hadn't <laughs> been a film? What if he'd have said, no, what do you mean? It's a play idea. <laughs> that would have been... But then he wouldn't stop talking about it. Yeah, it what if awesome. he said, oh, did you like that bit where they landed on the moon? Yeah. Oh, well, they didn't land on the moon. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what... So what see, about that, eh? That's worth doing. It's worth making up films. Have you seen um, Tomorrow's People? Have you seen that with uh, Ed Williamson? Yeah, it's great. Well, you haven't, because I just made it up. Me and my best friend Jane used to do that. We used to make up bands to test other people to see if they were lying. Oh, that yeah. is spiteful. We said, do you like animal magnetism? Fallout, it's great. And the other one is that when when you, you decide you're not going to go somewhere, so you do that I'm in a ditch thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh, um, this is... Um, no, no, we believe. We do believe him. We believe. Obviously, we believe him. We're worried. I'm worried about him. Absolute radio. Uh, how's the text? 
business. Good. Um, Danny, a builder on Savile Row, has texted. He says, I agree with Frank's granddad. I've seen them dressed and drinking tea whilst chatting away. <laughs> it's his chimpanzees. He's talking about chimpanzees, yeah. <laughs> and he says, any time Emily, Emily wants a tour, she'll get a complimentary white and two sugars. Oh! Oh, I love it! <laughs> Hold on, a tour of what? Savile Row? Oh, the building site, maybe. Building <gasps> Can I wear a hard hat? Well, you might. I think you'd have to. I don't like the sound of she'll get a, a white and two sugars. That <laughs> oh sounds God. like some terrible euphemism to me. I'm not happy with it. <laughs> oh, dear, no. Oh, God, it. she'll get a white and two sugars. Don't worry about Oh, will she? Oh, I'm going to go down to the building site today. Hi, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. He'll be one of those men who works without his shirt on, even when it's quite cold. Oh, I have, love it. He'll have tattoos and they'll, they'll be, you know, they'll be scenes from British military history. <laughs> I'm worried about Danny. I mean, he thinks chimpanzees talk, and he fancies Emily. <gasps> right. Oh, I'm ter- I didn't mean it in that way, obviously. Oh, okay. In that way, I didn't mean it. So, um, the the fourth plinth thing that's been going on in Trafalgar Square has, has stopped now. Because, you know, oh, was, whenever you went past, there was a slightly embarrassing member of the public on there, <laughs> which I came to look forward to, really. Uh, but uh, it's it's gone now, and they're looking... They said they want to put a statue on there that symbolises modern British life that that's what the person mm. needs so they're to hunting be. around for someone yeah who would you have I think I'd have the twins from X Factor <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah I think that's to me is modern British life that you know fools where the fools prosper <laughs> I kind of like them they look like two characters from a, oh, a children's yeah, like fairy tale drawn by a cynical German in the 19th century they're very oh, yes, spindly I know what you and, mean yeah spindly and I can imagine them going oh come into our little room I don't so I imagine they really speak and they'll come to a sticky end I reckon oh I should think they'll come to a sticky end I'm fairly confident of that yeah who, who would you have on the plinth Gareth um, somebody who symbolises British society as it is today who would that be I don't know <laughs> okay. No, I think I was going to have the Jade Goody would be a good one. Yeah, but Jade Goody, no, she's she's so she's genuinely Saint, Saint loved Jade. by people. Yeah, Jade, exactly. That's what I mean. What about Gar? Something my favourite, Foxy Bingo. Foxy, <laughs> Foxy Bingo. Bingo would sum up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a little suit, little three piece suit. I think they should go a bit wilder. Anne Diamond. You know <laughs> she wouldn't I mean? fit on the plinth. Yeah, well, she, <laughs> well, they've got equestrian statues. It's a very similar proportion. So. um... <laughs> Yeah, I think it was... Uh, maybe we could have had that. It would have been a great phone-in, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, it's too late now, obviously. Aww. But yeah, someone who's... Some, maybe Cameron, who won Big Brother, the guy from the Own to Ebrides. Mm. Well, they'd have to label that quite well, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he's labelled at all times. Yeah. <laughs> he has that a T-shirt that says Cameron... Ooh, one big brother. Anyway, look, that's the end of the show. It's been a strange old day today. I'm still worried about Ed burning it in a ditch. I mean, it's not, it's not where you want to spend your days, is it? Good day to you. Absolute Radio.